0: Another great episode here. This one we've all been waiting for forever. Rivian yeah. Automotive, the California electric vehicles uh, startup that confidentially most recently filed paperwork with the Securities Exchange to go public. Uh, while we don't know the valuation, you know, it has been reported in about August that it'd be valued around $80 billion, which is greater than the market cap. It, yeah, that's, that's bigger than GM. So, Alex, I know you've been tracking this forever. I mean, what's your immediate thought when you see $80 billion valuation and, you know,
1: this paperwork to go public? I'll say this is that Rivian has been going at it, obviously, since the the mid-2000s. They've been going since 2009. They were founded there and they've been building up and they obviously have all these contracts. They have a contract supported, uh, obviously, by Amazon. They have 100000 uh, vehicle order yep. or the delivery vans. We've seen it. We've seen uh, the prototype already be made and they are backed by the likes of Ford, a bunch of capital companies. And I get it. And they have factories built up across the country from Plymouth to California, Palo Alto, and even in Canada. But the thing is, they still haven't sold a vehicle yet. Yeah. Why? How can you demand an $80 billion valuation? Someone tell me why. I, yeah. me. Well, and so it's Rivian is hardly
0: targeting like GM and Ford no. instead. It seems like they're setting their sights on growing like, you know, the electric vehicle powerhouse Tesla we're all familiar with, but no one's going to compare to Tesla, you know, which no. has seen its valuation shoot up from 75 billion at the end of 2019 to almost 730 billion today. It broke a trillion. It broke a trillion. I know. So, I mean, that is, Tesla's a juggernaut, um, but who's to say, you know, Rivian, I think it's fair to, to assume they will have their own meteoric growth um, mm-hmm. and it'll be irresistible for retail traders to to dabble in on that IPO day. But just like most of these splashy IPOs, they're never a sure thing, right? No. We know that, you know, some of them, uh, They're like a roller coaster. They have their ups and downs and some of them are littered, you know, with the wreckage of failed other companies and
1: bullshit. Needless to say, it's all up in the air with this, with this IPO. I will say this. I'll say this. If they hold, because there's a huge attraction to this, and I would not be surprised if Kathy Woods gets a hold of this, but I'll say this, is if they hold that valuation and they go up, mark my words it's going to cause a splash across the ev markets you're going to see companies like obviously not the same sector not going to go for suvs uh yeah. ones that are just about to do deliveries like lucid arrival le uh, lev like line electric the ones that are about to actually actually do deliveries they're going to spike substantially because if that company that has gone done no deliveries demands an 80 billion dollar plus valuation expect all these other ones to go even higher because it's like a sympathy 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 play like yeah come on no there is that kind of ripple
0: effect Um, and so not everyone's familiar with rivian Mm -mm. from what i gather you know they've got two models they're releasing
1: yep
0: the r1t the truck the r1s the suv both are aiming to do you know pickup trucks suvs the same way tesla did sedans so yeah. kind of these premium, you know, elite vehicles, but both models start around $70,000. Not crazy expensive, but you're getting a lot for the money. Yeah. I mean, a lot of bang for your buck, but let's let's put things in perspective here. You okay. and I've done our own due diligence. We recorded a previous episode on the Ford F-150, uh, lightning, which, you know, if you haven't seen, please check out. It's incredibly uh, impressive in almost every regard. Yeah. <laughs> less, $30,000 left and packed with all this, you know, the bells and whistles that one could ask for. So what's your immediate thought on that price differential? Clearly Ford is going to be able to sell volume here.
1: Yeah. What are you uh, looking at? I'll say this is that personally, I would not pay a lot for the Rivian because the range difference between the Ford to the Rivian is really not that much. Who, If you have a truck, are you really going to take it out on, on a trip are you gonna go cross country with a truck? No, you're not. You're gonna do it with a with a coupe, with um, a regular sedan or an SUV. Yep. So I do see demand in the SUV portion of the ravine, but I do not see why someone with the truck needs to have all these bells and whistles of like pulling out a sink, a grill, all that stuff. Like not everyone does that. That's probably the limited edition, but to pay $30,000 extra for some, their base like model, I don't understand it. Um, when the Ford can do it, and probably do it a lot better, because they're a legacy automaker and they trusted, they have the technology.
0: Absolutely. Well, and I'm kind of humored that you know Rivian is kind of advertising their truck, the R1T, as built Ford tough almost. You know, they've got these glossy <laughs> videos, you know, showing vigorous vehicles vying over these treacherous you know terrains and yeah sure it looks sexy who doesn't want one i want one
1: hey i'm um, gonna say this it's sexy when you see the r the r1t pull a tank maneuver do a full 360 move with just no movement it's just the full 360 it's yeah very impressive i'm like that's awesome is it worth thirty thousand dollars? probably not well i think you know we're both open-minded and I would. would be you know,
0: elated for the opportunity to go to Rivian in California and see it for ourselves.
1: Well, uh, yeah, i'm not in, <laughs> we got to see it to believe it, right? I'm not going to knock them. Like, I think it's great. Price is just a little bit too much. I understand you're increasing, like, you're trying to increase your margin of revenue. Cut the cut the R1T down to like sixty thousand dollars. That's competitive, competitive for what you're giving. You can keep the SUV higher because there's there's no one else doing it. No one else except for maybe, I think, Audi. Audi or or uh, Volkswagen that's doing uh, an electric SUV, but it's still minorly saturated. Drop the price down in order to compete with Ford, Ford uh, Lightning, and you'll have a competitive truck. And they have all, all they have the space. You know, with the With their skateboard technology, they have the space to work with, and they're using the space to the best of their abilities, which is good, but when it comes down to it, sometimes it doesn't really matter about the margin of revenue it matters about being competitive in a price where you have a huge legacy automaker that's potentially taking away your market cap.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, one thing I'm curious what your opinion is, is how do you really price in the value? I mean, of the strategic partners. So we know that like, T. price, and you mentioned Amazon, they've helped raise two and a half billion dollars. Amazon's got like a 100,000 unit order for delivery trucks by the end of 2030, which ain't anytime soon. No. Uh, but I mean, that's substantial. And but, I mean, really, how much can you allow that to inflate the, the market, the market cap of this thing?
1: Look, the, the 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 public. I have a feeling that the market's going to react to it the exact same way that we saw with coupon, the exact same way we saw with, with Robinhood, with Robin Hood, all these others. If a company demands such a high price in in valuation at the beginning, but yet they don't have the revenue to support it, it's going to fall. I don't care about the contracts. We've seen all these other companies that have contracts with like Amazon and all these large, like. Delivery companies, e-commerce companies from Arrival with UPS, from Line Electric with Amazon, literally 90 percent stake from Amazon potentially, all these other ones, it the market does not care. Yeah. It matters about execution. All the contracts, you can have all the contracts in the world, but when you start to execute, that's when the value is held. I think if, it, if they do get the $80 billion valuation, it won't hold. If it goes shot, shoots up, it'll slowly trickle down, just like Coinbase. Just like Hood, just like coupon, they have to execute. If they have zero revenue, the value will not hold.
0: Well, and you know, one could also argue too, side note, this this market for trucks and SUVs is the most valuable slice of the auto market in general, right? We know mm-hmm. Ford basically owns the truck market, so it's gonna be hard to compete with, you know, there are hundred and thirty thousand reservations already. Yeah, uh, for the F-150 Lightning um, and yeah. Tesla, too, is not going to roll over and forego, you know, that slice either. No. You know, they got the Cybertruck that's got a million three reservations. <laughs> um, and they've got a, apparently cheap option that's said to be around like forty thousand dollars. But I don't know enough about the Tesla truck.
1: I think they need to redesign in order to <laughs> like nobody really wants a DeLorean truck right now. OK, yeah. Just... Just, like, re- redesign. I've seen plenty of concepts that look great with the with the, the the overall Tesla model creative look. I posted them, like, this would be sick, but sure. they're not doing it yet. Uh, but, yeah, like, all these legacy automakers, other EV companies, if they can get to execution and do it at a di- cheaper price, Rivian's going to be kind of left out in the dust. I get yeah. it. they mean, just- you
0: throw in the likes of General Motors, and you got your electric Silverados and Hummers. Uh.
1: That's Lincoln's coming. to Have a hard road to climb, dude. It's coming, and like, like I said, like at the last year, like I got it really excited for all these other startups coming in, and like you're seeing, like when I came down to it, is like it's going to be really scary for these startups. Is when these legacy automakers start to invest, and they and they start to build out electrification. GM has done a great job, and they're not coming out with a truck. They're coming out with coupes, sedans. SUVs, and they're going to be ready. And yeah, product family. I, it's going to be sick. And then you're seeing Ford, and both Ford and GM are investing into uh, electric t- technology, like we said in the last episode. They're investing into the technology in order to outperform companies like Tesla, outperform companies like Lucid, like uh, Rivian. They have they are investing into, into the technology. Both you, me, and Rob both know Microvast has that technology in order to beat it. They just need to convert it. And when yep. they do, it's gonna be scary for companies like Rivian, but they need to advance their technology in order to like use that demand for this value, use the demand for this price. But right now, I don't see it right now, I don't.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just thinking about this IPO. I'm not gonna to touch it. I'm gonna watch it very closely, yeah. but I, you know, I think it's fair to assume that Rivian's inevitably going to face some growing pains, as most EV startups do, especially companies that go public via IPO. I mean, the reality is no one's going to be driving a Rivian truck until, you know, late 2021, I think, early 2022, um, a date that's already been pushed back several times due to you know, company shorts with supply shock of the pandemic and lockdowns. Um, and the other thing too is the company hasn't built up its own charging network yet which is a critical piece of the pie.
1: I think they're going to need to partner with a company like ChargePoint, EVgo, whoever it is, Electrify America, like Lucid in order to be able to charge. And Luke Tesla's not going to they're not going to allow a partner like them to do it because you are you're trying to take a piece out of their pie with their the R1S because they're they have the, the SUV for Tesla. I don't know. I yeah. think they need in order to they need those partnerships. And when people say well Rivian be priced in just like Tesla no, they're not a technology company. They're a vehicle automotive, like trying to be a legacy a legacy maker. They have the manufacturing plants and they're building up a second one uh, that's currently out for bid across the United States for whoever's going to get it. But right now, if you look at across the board, what's the revenue? Zero. Yep. And, and the only companies that are utilizing it are... Amazon, Bezos. We saw Bezos driving up in an R1S before the Blue Origin launch, and it was sexy. It was like, oh, there it is, looks nice. But of course, the guy that's invested substantially into, into Rivian is going to get it, but it's not available truthfully for the public. But yeah. execution is going to be important.
0: Well, and I think, you know, I sympathize with these companies because the mm-hmm. intention is, hey, let's get to production, Let's let's deliver on these milestones. Mm -hmm. But Rivian's fallen short a few times. And so, you know, thankfully, they're not publicly traded right now because the sentiment would, you know, experience some shock. Um, And I think it's fair to say that investors should be kind of clear-eyed, patient, and willing to look at this honestly before they, you know, dive into it. Um, So, and I think, too, the other thing is we have to believe the Lucid Gravity SUV. Which is equally as sexy looking, yeah. and from speaking to Derek Jenkins, you and I both know that Lucid's going to bring it, and yeah. it's going to be a badass vehicle. And Lord knows, I want one of those too.
1: Well, yeah, it's not the Lucid Lucid Gravity is going to be beautiful. Oh, but it's going to be sick. Not, let's not forget about the Polestar Three that's coming out next summer. Yep, Polestar Three is going to come back come out with the exact same pricing, right around seventy-two to seventy-five thousand dollars, and it's going to have just as nice an interior, just as good as range. And it's going to be competitive. If they beat you, you're going to need to drop the price again. You cannot have a higher price than them. Uh, So again, like, again, it comes to the race. Who's going to be first? And we don't know who's going to be the person. It's going to be either GM. It's either going to be Rivian. It's either going to be Lucid or it's going to be Polestar. We need to figure out who wins. Execution is key because if there's no execution, when the IPO happens, mark my words, it's going to pop up and drop and stabilize. Once it drops and stabilizes, then you can start to enter. Do not be one of those people that hold the bags upon IPO. If you do, you will regret yourself. Just like just like Kathy Woods did on IPO day for Coin, just like she did with uh, Robinhood, it went up, poof, dropped like a rock. You yep. Just need to be careful.
0: Well, and I think too people need to remind themselves they're going up against with that the R1T, they're going up against Ford. Yep. who already owns the marketplace for trucks. And then, like you said, Polestar 3, they're already building that. That factory already exists in mm-hmm. Ridgeville, um, South Carolina, I think it is. Yep. Um, but it's got Volvo. Volvo yeah. backing it. They're going to harbor their success. I
1: mean, yeah, Geely.
0: There's going to be no hiccups there. Um, so they've, not, they've already gone through their, head, their headaches. Well, unless you have anything else, I think... Uh, We've said it all, at least to date. I know this will be an ongoing discussion and one that I'm excited to see more of from all these manufacturers. And just as a gentle reminder to everyone, we are not biased. We don't take sides. No, as I've said, I want one of everything,
1: right? (laughs) Everyone wants one of everything. Look, the best thing about it is, is we're looking at an unbiased, potentially an unpopular viewpoint, but you have to come at it with a clear mind. When you look at it from the technical aspects of across the whole board, overview of the company, This is what we believe in. It's our opinions. We're not financial advisors. We're not perfect. So it is what it is. We want to interact with you. Let us know your thoughts. Comment below. Leave a like. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk about it in the next episode about what are the reactions. We'll figure something out. But again, that's what we're here to give you. Our our opinions about what could potentially happen.
0: Yeah, take these strides together. I love it. Well said. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys.